You got to chill, 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 chill. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Big Bike BMX 80s Creed, kicking it right here in the audio podcast. If you guys are hanging out with us, I got my bro Isaac Irvine in the house. We're ready to start this thing off, but uh, let's listen to a little EPMD. Of the PMD. Then go take a nap. Ugh, dude, this he hits so hard, dude. Dude, uh, you got you remember this jam? Dude, I so I used to like religiously watch Yo MTV raps, dude. Religiously. Yeah, the whole like Fab Five Freddy. Fab Five Freddy. Fab Five Freddy, and then uh watch. Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Watch, play. Uh, look up. Let me clear my throat. You got it, dude. That watch. You'll be like, wasn't oh, that yeah, the that's, jam? That's that was his like intro music when he would when he would start when he'd come out and be like Fab Five Freddy DJ Cool right there. Yeah, you'll it's recognize give us some. Uh, well, we'll you'll recognize the song <clears throat> when you hear it. What was funny is I heard this song way after. I thought he was just gone, like he would walk onto a sample. Oh, really? Yeah. Here we go. Yep. And this is when fi- like Fat Five Freddy walked out to that. There was two dudes on uh, Yo MTV raps. Kind of like a skinnier guy and then a heavier dude. The other, uh, the other big anthem dude, I would say that that I remember from like that period was uh, uh, ODB, like old dirty bastard. Which okay. Let me see if I can. Uh, it's shimmy shimmy y'all is the one that you're gonna want. Like shimmy, this is the other shimmy, one. Y'all. It's right there. Like uh, go down to. It's already on the screen. Go down. Oh, to it more. is. Yeah. Right. There you go. You'll recognize it. Oh fuck you! you can't even sing. Yeah, just sing or something. Get some pussy. Here it comes. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Remember this? Oh, yeah, dude. All right, Man, how, long, how how much did you sit and watch UMTV raps, dude? Uh, Probably and, and more than I paid attention in, in my entire, like, high school career. I paid more attention <laughs> to Yo TV raps than I did to any teacher in high school. Uh, so yeah. there was Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, but Dr. It wasn't the Dr. Dre from NWA. It was Dr. Dre from New York, right? Yeah, they were both from New York. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and there then, it is, bro. Oh well, yeah, maybe it was Ed Lover then, dude. Yeah, the Ed Lover dance, dude. Did I? Maybe I got it wrong, dude. I totally got it wrong. What'd you get wrong? I said Fab Five Freddy, but I think it was Ed Lover was the one that came on too. Ed Lover dance song. Hit it right there. Let's see. 
Let me clear my throat, right? It is let me clear my throat. Okay, so it's the Ed Lever dance, not Fat Five Freddy. Gotcha. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Oh, man. Okay, dude, while we're on the topic, so yeah, I was about to say, like, I pay more attention, dude, to you on TV raps. Like, uh, let's see, KRS One. Whoop, whoop. Right? That's, That's the sound, sound of the police. Yeah. Right, dude. Okay, so uh, you had that. And then, um, gosh, what else was like a super banger right there? Oh, dude. Eric B and Rakim. Oh, yeah. By far the biggest. So in the 80s, dude, the way I remember Summers is by the tape that I played the entire the entire time. So like my 14th, when I turned 14, Beastie Boys. Mm. Like I remember I got the Beastie Boys cassette tape and I played it my entire <laughs> year 14 career, whatever you want to call it. Like that was my soundtrack to that age. And then uh another year, um Stevie B. <laughs> Oh, Stevie B, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, License to Ill dropped somewhere around 86 or 87, which was like the Beastie Boys' big breakout record, right? Because before that, they were kind of like a punkish band. You know, um, uh, Stevie B, yeah, dude. Stevie B was a big one. Stevie B, like, we were already driving around, so like your girl could get down to it because it was like, I want to be the one, you know, and yeah. you know, the love song, but it hit hard in the car if you had like a speaker system and stuff. So, oh, I was like, yeah, I did not. Yeah. I had, uh, <laughs> in fact, I, not only did I not have a car, like I had my mom's Datsun that would stall if you like you, you drive up to like a red light, dude, and you'd have to like hold the brake more than the throttle, right? <laughs> but to just, make sure it didn't stall out, <laughs> right? But if you took your foot off of the gas. Dude, not only did it stall, you had to get up, you had to go out and hit the starter with a crescent wrench. Oh like you had to get a homie to like come. Hey, I need you to start the car while I hit the hey, starter. Hey, bro, jump don't out. Jump out real yeah. quick. Here, take this wrench. Don't run me over, okay? <laughs> that's, that's a lot of trust for a bro. Okay, so uh yeah, no, like, but yeah, Stevie B was one, dude. Uh uh what was another one? There was like uh, Eric B and Rakim, like you said, there was yeah. um too short, uh, EPMD, too short, too short. EPMD, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, you got to chill. Yeah, uh, I was Truck into Talk the West. West. Yeah. I was into the West Coast stuff. Like, I'm aware of. I loved LL Cool J. I love Beastie Boys. I love Run DMC, Big yeah. Daddy Kane. You know, a lot of those East Coast guys were. You know, they were getting play on MTV, right? But if it was like local stuff, to be honest, it was like Too Short, E40. Um, who else was out of out of the East Bay? You yeah, know, like. E- but, Okay, so like, okay, so East Bay, E40, I didn't hear about E40 until I was like in high school, which is kind of a trip. Like, but there was that group that they, like before E40, uh, Mac Dre, The Click. Yes. Okay, so we all heard about The Click, right? I, that's how we all like, I think everyone in the Bay Area just was like, The Click was, it, I like, I'm trying to, have, how do you describe The Click to everybody else? Uh, probably like Wu-Tang Clan, right? It was like that, like where you had a major uh, group that everybody everywhere listened to. And then all the dudes were also famous independently. That's, that's Wu-Tang Clan. That's a click. Cause you had all like ev- all the yep. people from the click, you know, now. So yeah, that was. The what what was music huge. did you, when you were doing, cause when you rode, when you were doing freestyle, mm-hmm. you know, obviously in your competitions, um, you guys had a, a soundtrack, right? Like everybody yeah. had a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, 
what was your go-to? Did you have a specific either song or or a playlist that you use? If you want to call it, yeah, you want to bring it up in the day? Yeah, yeah, I'll, dude, bring it up right now. Uh, bring it up. Let's Art bring and it noise. Up. Yeah, art and noise beatbox. Yeah, let's bring that up because I kind of want to get a vibe for since we're we're talking about music and music goes hand in hand with with BMX freestyle. Yeah. Uh, so wording anything. When I was doing Flatland, dude, the stuff I was listening to was like Mantronics. <laughs> oh yeah, who is it? Yeah, That's, remember that yep. song? Who? who yeah, who is dude. It? Yeah, Mantronics. Um, Art and Noise beatbox. So here you go, beatbox eighty four. That's it right there. First one. Right. Uh, yeah, right there. Yeah, I'll tell you if it's not. Hold on. Yeah, second. I'll let the ad play out, or and then uh, I'll I'll get to it. But yeah, dude. there you go. This is it. This is this is your freestyle soundtrack. Every every run was to this song. Everybody up next coming out is Isaac Irvine with MCS. <laughs> I don't know what they would say. I mean, I know what they would say. I don't think they would talk like a radio DJ, but they all they just said Isaac, <laughs> like Isaac Irvine. <laughs> Fourteen. Novice. I could just see right <laughs> now. Whatever it was, yeah. Tail whipping, boomeranging. So here's what would happen. You'd have to start your tape on your own cassette and then pause it. So you have to like, yeah. So like, cause you only had, I think like two minutes, maybe two. Yeah. Two minutes. So I would start it like right close to where you're at right now. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Okay. So like during that entire session right there, you is when you want to be like, each time it like the ohm goes up and down where it's like oh, 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 oh. you want to be doing something like maybe a rock walk or like a tail whip and then a boomerang. So you had to go fast to try and time your tricks to that. But if you did, then you got that like whatever showmanship points, you know what I mean? You got a little bit extra from the judges because Yeah, you like you had, synchronized. You synchronized it, yeah. You so. synced it. What was your other one? Um, this this was it. Every run was to that, but like uh, I can tell you, the backup was uh, "Come Go with Me." I think, but who is it? "Come Go with Me." Come go with me, make me feel like yeah. Come go. Who was that? Expose. It was expose. I was about to say that. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, dude, basically every, okay. So every flatland contest. So here's the way it went. This is, this is just, you guys, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to argue or or fight with anybody, (laughs) but this might make people mad. Flatland riders. We all rode to roller skating music. So whatever was playing at like the roller skating rink, like that freestyle stuff, like Johnny O like, uh, like Shan. Okay. Play, uh, look up. Hold on, Debbie I'm going to give you a roller skating one. Uh, Look up, yeah, Debbie Deb. This is it. Look out, weekend. Watch. See, bro, you're going to fuck me up right now because it's Friday. It's Friday night. <laughs> it is 7 o'clock in Arizona, and you're playing Debbie Deb. I'm ready to go, bro. Let's go. I am, I am literally going to go get dressed. <laughs> I am 13 right now. I'm going to go put on my parachute pants and and my crop top that says 
It says like good vibes. <laughs> Definitely, dude. Yeah, dude. And I'm gonna call dibs on any girl that had like neon <laughs> bracelets that look like Madonna. <laughs> oh, Isaac's man. like dibs. Right. You guys, this is a BMX podcast. What's up? Uh, this is me and my friend 80s BMX Craig. Uh, just you guys. Normally, we were. This is what Craig and I do when we talk before the show, and we decided we're gonna, just gonna record us talking uh, like we normally do. So, you guys, that's a long ass intro to tell you. What's up? This is a BMX podcast, but this is what we do. We talk about the 80s and have good times and shit like that. So thanks for uh, tuning in and sticking with us for this uh, intro. Craig, that was fun, man. I, dude, I'm I'm tempted to just keep going with it because I had such a good time. But uh, maybe we'll do something else like that one time, like just an absolute 80s episode. Yeah. If um, anybody ever wanted to tap in and listen to one of our phone calls, you know, off air. Yeah. Just this is, it. That, that this was is it, it, you guys. That was it. Um. All right. All right. Uh, how many were you like a big sleepover kid? Did you have like were did P, did you okay? This is the definitive question. Were you the go to someone's house sleepover, or were you the have people come to your house sleepover? Oof. Let me think about that. You know what? I kind of wanted people to hang out at my house, but I really enjoyed you know going hanging out at theirs. I just, we had the spots closer to my house. So it just made sense. Plus single mom, you know, I didn't have a a dad getting up like, shut up. I got to go to work. You know, none of that stuff. Yeah. So I think it was probably, I can't say I had a lot of sleepovers, but I can remember sleeping over, you know, hanging out with people at their house and stuff. Yeah. I, that didn't answer shit. Did it? (laughs) No, like, cause I'm trying to think dude, cause it just dawned on me. I didn't really have a whole bunch of like sleepovers where people came to my house. And I'm like, man, I wonder why I did. I just like, I think because we were so broke, dude. I didn't want people at my house, and so like, dude, I always went to other people's houses. But then, I was also a mama's boy, dude. So like, I'd be like two o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, oh, come get me, <laughs> like I call her, like you gotta come get me, come now, um, check yeah, this I out. Can't sleep. A buddy here. of mine. <laughs> so, I have one sleepover, like story that i can remember a buddy of mine in june in uh junior high school um we were kind of skating at this time you know skateboarding was big um bones brigade pal peralta christian soy all that was really big and we were getting into skating and stuff and a buddy of mine was out he we had planned like it was friday night or it was friday he was going to come over stay the night we're going to get up go out skate do whatever and uh he didn't, he didn't show up, you know, and his, his dad calls and he goes, Hey, uh, his name was Sean. Sean broke his arm, uh, skateboarding. Is it okay if he still comes over? He's talking to my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him over. You know, no big deal. Dude comes over in a freshy new cast. Right. Right. And he rolls <laughs> up. You no, know, I was like, what'd you do? He's like, I wrecked and, you know, broke his arm, whatever. So I'm like, this dude is is you know he's a beast man he broke his arm and an hour or two later he's at my house like yeah we're gonna skate in the morning i'm like yes all right cool what you said that little story you just told about mom yeah get me. yeah bro like two in the morning craig craig go ask your mom she called my dad come pick me up man <laughs> he didn't he never went to sleep he was up in pain he had no pain meds you know oh, gosh broken arm <laughs> And he was literally sweating. Can Dude, you call, can you ask your mom to call my dad? Dude, the dad cool? came at like three in the morning. 
Yeah. Would it be cool if your mom called my dad right now? Because uh, my shit hurts real bad. <laughs> oh, no. He was in pain, bro. Oh, that he poor guy. Pain. Yeah. I know. Dude, the 80s, man, it's... The 80s didn't give you anything for pain meds. And then in the 90s, they overcorrected because they're like, that's abuse. And so then they got everyone hooked on like fucking opioids and shit like that in like the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then that, and then all of us that like grew up in the 80s, I'm terrified of pain meds, dude. Like it, like if I get like, I, you know, when I break, broke my foot, dude, ibuprofen, that's it, bro. That's it. I'm not trying, I'm not, I don't mess around because I know I'm going to like it. That's the problem, dude. So, <laughs> right. Dude's like, dude, we're going to give when you some I was, pain meds. And I'm like, I yeah, remember, don't. <laughs> I remember bombing this hill, bombing this hill on my Schwinn scrambler, banana seed, ape hangers, everything. And I got those speed wobbles. I mean, I live in the Bay Area. When you have hills, they're yeah. not little speed bumps. These where I grew up, uh, the hills it's fault were hills. lines. It's fault yes. lines. <laughs> and I speed wobbled, wrecked. I I did a I did knee skit. You know, I landed on my knees, and I remember yeah. looking down. My jeans are gone, uh, as far as where the knees are. I walked up. To, I had to go to my aunt and uncle's house because they were close to where I wrecked. They were home, and I'm like, uh, help! And my uncle looks at it, and he's like, I see your kneecap. And then I was like, Oh my gosh! And he's like, Nah, just yeah, you're good, man. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> Back in there, it was you know, and that, and now it's just like, Oh my gosh. When we were kids, it was just like rub some dirt on it. You're good. Bro. Walk it off. Okay. We're I got one more story and then we'll get into like the oh, yeah, stuff. I, I promise. Uh okay, so now they call them penny skateboards. But when I was a kid, dude, you, you would just get like your first skateboard was a little plastic one. Mine was orange. The wheels match the deck. The whole thing is plastic. And it's yep. basically just roller skating wheels. So uh I, I got one of those when I, I remember dude, kindergarten. Uh I was in Livermore at a Royal Christian school. And the playground went at an angle, right? And so I got on my skateboard and I you, I wasn't capable of standing yet. I was just like to sit on your butt and put your feet on the front trucks and then just kind of roll. That was me. This is just sitting on the skateboard. And if you needed to stop, it was your hands. Okay. Oof. Right. Now, key, key word here is I'm in kindergarten. So I haven't learned physics or I've learned gravity, but not not applied gravity. And I'm about to learn it right now. Right, right. So I start to go down this hill. <laughs> I start having that like, oh, shit moment. Right. So I inst- I put my feet down and I put my hands down to try and stop. My skateboard runs over my th- like my thumb right here. Just goes bloop, fillets, fillets it open, dude, like a fish knife. Just went bloop. I was like, ah, right. I'm looking dude, I can see tendons and stuff. <laughs> I And I'm only five, right? And I'm like, oh, so I'm carrying my skateboard back up the hill, hold my hand up, blood's just running. Mm. And uh, I'm trying to find somebody in charge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and Did you, guys, you all and grab they, the skateboard? Yeah, I was just holding it like this, dude. Okay, like, good. And then, uh, uh, so, and also, what kind of school lets you bring a skateboard to school and ride it at free like recess nobody but this was the 80s so i'm but trying to find kindergarten yeah charge. this is probably late 70s early 80s this would have been everything, seven, was, wait, a, everything was a go 1977 star wars came out yeah. right this is star wars era so there nobody's nobody in charge outside because they wouldn't <laughs> have let me done this so i i go walking into the the like admin building right just bleeding the nurse looks at it, just puts, she puts a cotton swab, like a cotton ball, like you used to like take off makeup, 
just put like poop and some tape. And that was it. I had to go fucking go back to kindergarten all day needing stitches. <laughs> like, oh my God. I get home. My mom, who's a nurse, I was like, yeah, I got hurt at school today. Right. Big ass thing. Blood, just blood dried everything. <laughs> Take it off. Dude, the cotton is now like in the scab. So I pulled the cotton ball off and got as much off, but there's still cotton in there in the scab. Yeah. Dude, the scar I have, it looks like it looks like I'm a burned victim. Ugh. But it's only because the skin wasn't connected right. Like because it was the goddamn 80s. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. So anyway, we all survived the 80s. We drank out of hoses. Welcome to Big Bike BMX. All right. So, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Tell me about your week in BMX. Uh, week in BMX, man. I'll tell you, I'm I got a lot, but I'm only going to give you my 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 highlight. Yeah. So, so we talked. Let me I'm, let me tee you up to where I was going. Tee me up on Monday. On Monday, we talked to Bill Ryan. We did the episode. Yeah. So you guys, a week ago today, we filmed an episode where uh, Craig and I were just talking about the our bikes. Uh, I was trying to explain the RS7 to him. And why it's so light and it's cool. And he's like, dude, you're, you know, I'm, I'm not doing a good job. I'm like, man, try and call Bill real quick. And it was about this time. Um, and he did. And Bill happened to be at the office. He happened to like, I'm like, just tell him he's coming on live. Like it was just awkward, but funny at the same time. So Bill comes on, talks about the RS sevens and then tells Craig, oh, I'm sending you one. And I was like, oh dude, dope. So Craig finds out he's getting, uh, the Supercross NVRS7, the 26-inch, while we're doing the episode, like, last Friday. We played it on Monday. You can go look on the YouTube channel. You could see it. Um, I'm teeing you up, dude, because basically I'm going, did you get your bike? <laughs> that's where, That was my highlight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is, uh, that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, and like you said, from the show, Bill was like, yeah, dude, we're, you know, look out, look out on the doorstep you got that bike coming or that frame whatever so uh that's exactly what happened bro i i it, when it got here actually i saw the i saw the delivery guy pull up and i was like oh i'm walking out to greet him you know yeah yeah you get greeted <laughs> today bro yeah yeah you're getting greeted at the truck the, UP, so. yeah. the ups guy gets the, the level of greeting he gets from me is the size of the box that he's holding or the logo that's on the box <laughs> you know what i mean I, yeah, I almost told the guy because he was like, first of all, he's rifling through his uh his truck, and I was gonna go, dude, it says supercross, but it didn't. It came in a it came in a brown box. Anyways, I took this thing out of the box, Isaac, and I know you've talked your bike up and I've read about the bike and we've heard Bill talk about the bike, but I'm like, I have one. Like I am holding this thing now, and I put it up on my um my tri stand, my bike stand. Clamped it in. What, started what color peeling. is it? First of all, what color is it? Yeah, I'm peeling off the foam and everything. And I could <laughs> see it's the gunmetal gray, which I thought was going to be almost like a flat color. But yeah. when I peeled off the, you know, the foam that wraps the frame and stuff with that ultra annoying uh manila tape that goes around it. Yeah. It's it's got sparkle. It's got candy in it. Is that what they call it? Like a sparkle? Something flake. like yeah. that. It's got it's a flake. flake. Yeah, it's got flake. So it looks really it's sexy, dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I, I heard you describe it. I heard Bill describe the contours of the aluminum, you know, and all this stuff. The pair, the it's 
Yeah, the pair at the head tube and the bat wings at the at the uh, the bottom bracket. Yeah. yeah, like all those things you're you're envisioning what that is, right? And then when you right. look at it and you're holding it, um, I was blown away, dude. I've never owned something so like cool, cool looking, and has so much form and function as as well as like really cool design, right? Like it all matters. Um, so there was that, and. Uh, what do I do? I mean, obviously Lisa saw it, but I call you and I'm, yeah. I'm like, I FaceTime you. I know you're working. I know you're, you're in a meeting and I'm like, I don't care, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, I got to share this with you. And, uh, you call me back and then, yeah, that was, it was really cool. And it's, it's on top of that, dude, talking about form function and technology, uh, just like you, uh, received in the, my box, I got a pair of the 26 inch super cross carbon bmx forks like yeah, have you ever seen well not you but i've never seen a big 26 inch carbon fiber fork Mm-mm. like that doesn't compute right i have one and i was like dude so that was my even the shape dude, of the that. fork dude even the shape of the fork is like like you see it has that like it almost has like a fin down the middle Right. It's mm-hmm. it's got like a bit of a ridge to it, like a sharkish type fin. And you're like, mm-hmm. at first, like when I first felt mine, I was like, oh, cool. It's like a design feature. Like, oh, that just do they do that to be cool. And then yeah. when you hear Bill talk about like, oh, okay, no, we form each tube so that it can like it, it gets thinner here, and then we bump up the thickness at the weld area here, and it's shaped like a pear so that you get more weld surface. And then down here, it's more like a bat wing and it gets thicker. I'm like, this isn't just a fin to be cool. This is like a structural, like there's a reason why this looks like yeah. the Batmobile. Like your fork and your frame look like the Batmobile, Spe- yours especially because it's a darker with sparkle. Dude, you yeah. have, you literally have the Batmobile bike. That's dope. Yeah, it's, um, it, it is dope. That's, that's yeah. exactly what I kept telling myself. Like, damn, this is dope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's really cool. And you know, I'm, just like with the SX250, Isaac, I couldn't wait to put that together. Like I had it done by the next day. You know, yeah. I was cannibalizing stuff, going through my garage and parts and all this. Same with this. I cannot wait to assemble this thing, to build it. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what I'm going to use to make this a bike that I'm going to be riding in the near future. Yeah. So here's that's my advice. Exciting. Here's my advice on the, the RS7. This yeah. is lay it out having having rode both the geometry and the way the bike feels the way okay the geometry and the way the bike handles is the same on the sx250 and on this bike the difference on the nv is you got to run a 1.75 26 by 1.75 tire so that you have clearance uh the the my sx250 i'm running a 26 by 2.1 Right. So it's a thick, it's a wider tire. Right. Uh, and then one's chromoly, one's aluminum. So you're going to have a little bit more flex on the chromoly and the aluminum's a lot more stiff. Right. Um, that's the difference. It feels the same. Now, the Envy, when you're done, is going to be so light that it's like a cheat code because, like, pulling up when you have carbon bars and carbon forks uh, is, is, it just, it's, it's, it's like that, dude. It's just so it's boop. It's up. It's super easy. And then, uh, it's light and it goes fast. 
So you'll go longer distance. You don't have to like your the inertia. <laughs> I, I hate getting like all weird about it, but like no, go. It's a lighter bike, so you don't have to spend as much energy. Like my previous bike was about thirty five pounds, so pedaling that took a lot more calories than an extremely light and streamlined bike. Um, and the geometry just happens to make it really easy to wheelie because the back end is super short um, and raising it up is just easy. So it's a cheat code. To me, I think it's a cheat code bike to begin with either one. And then you start throwing carbon where the front end Mm -hmm. is just light, dude. And so when you're doing like the one-handed wheelies, like it's just, you know, you're already weightless, but there's a lot more room for correction uh, because it's so light. I don't have to pedal as hard. to. Let me ask you this, dude, because you've had, well, you got your SX250. You were with Supercross first. So you got your SX250. I remember you calling me and saying, you know, when I came over to Supercross, dude, wait till you get this 26-inch bike from mm-hmm. Supercross. You're not going to believe how awesome it is. I'm thinking to myself, yes, but I also have been riding 29ers the last four years or three years, something like that. And it's and when I got on it, I'm like, oh, this feels so different. Oh, this is going to be a learning curve. And it was. So once, you know, once I've put in some miles on that and a lot of reps and a lot of hours, I feel so comfortable on it. Now, with what you're saying about the uh, the NVRS7, I know there's going to be another slight learning curve. So I got to ask you, with what you've been doing with yours, what? <laughs> what? 10 minutes, 10 minute learning curve is what it is. 10 minutes. That's yeah. and we'll go with that. I want to yeah. know just real quick, just for my own, what, what's your gearing? I'm sure people want to know what, what oh. our gearing is on these bikes. Uh, 36, 16. Okay. I'm running 36, 16 on the SX 250. Yeah. Are both. you running and you're doing it on both? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll get the same that same feel as far as the gearing i'll just have a, a a lighter bike to contend with just to get that that feel of getting the wheel up yeah and, okay all right what i would do what i would do is put the the carrera rs seat with the kevlar on the rs7 love it because because the tire is a little bit thinner when you're doing a wheelie it's easier to control your hips to me on that rs the the carrera rs seat because of the kevlar I can use my hips to to lean left or right easier than I can on like the just a regular Carrera seat. So I would put the Carrera RS on the RS7 and then the regular Carrera on the SX250. Got it. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Um so yeah, dude, I mean I, I I'm stoked, dude. I think you're going to love that bike. Um so speaking of like race bikes, the 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 point that I wanted to get to real quick uh of the podcast, the whole reason I called you earlier was like so you may have seen uh, two pictures on my Instagram and on my Facebook page of me at Chandler BMX uh, rolling my bike around the RS7, the Supercross RS7, the 26 at Chandler BMX. And and I'm sure a lot of you would see that and instantly think, oh, hey, my man Isaac is going to start racing. And I can't tell you how wrong you are. But, <clears throat> but I can tell you this. I looked at the cost of a gym membership across the street at, at a, you know, whatever. I, I don't want to say the name because I don't want to get sued. It's a like, gym. It's a gym, a big gym that you probably have. It's a chain gym. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you know, a hundred bucks to join. And then 
like, I think it's 25 bucks a month. So I looked at that and then I looked at USA BMX and USA BMX, you, you Craig can join for $80 for a year. You will be a, how old are you? You're 50. You're the same age as I am. Correct. You will be a 50 novice. And so they're going to be like, what are you? You're, you're like, yeah, I haven't raised. I'm 50 novice. Cool. That card gives you access to all the tracks that are USA BMX sanctioned for practice night. So here's the beauty of it. I can go down to Chandler BMX on a Tuesday, pay 10 bucks, and I've got to track for two hours of goof-offery. I mean, dude, you <laughs> you can just like rail down the start gate. If you just want to stand at the gate and just riders ready, watch the lights, and then bang, pile down, like just bomb hill, go over the first jump, turn around, go back up the hill and do it again. You can. No one's going to stop mm. you. If you want to just pound, if you just want to cruise down the hill and just pump and see how far you can go pumping without pedaling, you can do that. No one's going to stop you. You can do whatever you want. You, I mean, as long as you just go down the hill and race around the track and don't be obnoxious, you can go as fast or slow as you want. Like everyone understands. Like if you're a brand new person, no one's going to be like, hey, old man, get out of the way. Mm. Everyone's just going to be like, pedal, you got this. Super nice. cool vibes, right? Um, but dude, if you like, I I had a good ass time, dude. Just going down like the first, I'd go down the first, the the uh, start the gate, go down the starting hill. There's like a, a tabletop, then there's like a, a step up jump, and then there's a ginormous berm, dude. That feels so cool to bomb. So I would just go, boom, pull. All you gotta do is pull up and kind of manual a little bit over the first jump, and you'll stay on the ground. You don't have to worry about like flying off into the air. You're not gonna get hurt. You, the, you're like the first time you're just gonna be like oh shit all the way down the hill like you're gonna be like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's hella fun you're gonna hit the first jump and you're, just, you're like you're trust me you're not gonna launch into the air as long as you just pull up before you get to the jump i don't know how to like you kind of manual yeah, yeah. right you understand that yep and then you just pedal like that you just pedal like hell you get to the second jump do the same thing just pull your front wheel up your back wheel is gonna hit it you're gonna stay low and I, I don't know, I'm not going to give you BMX advice, but I could just tell you like, there's, there's, you just stay low, just stay low. You're not going to launch into the air. You have to, you have to try to jump, but dude, then you're going to hit, I'm just guessing in your local track, wherever you live in, in your town, USA or Australia, uh, you are going to hit the first turn. And that berm dude is so high. This like ours are probably seven foot tall, like seven foot berms. Oh yeah. Dude, so you can just like you're mobbed to the top of that thing, dude. And then you're just like back down. So you get two good hill bombs off of that first gate. And then you can go just pump track the rest of it, go back to the front. Anyway, 10 bucks, dude, you get to do this for like two hours. And I can promise you just doing it once, you're going to have to go get some oxygen and you're going to have to have a little sit down, maybe drink a beer. You're going to have to go and have a moment, right? And Jesus is going to come and tell you like, hey, <laughs> you're going to be okay, son. So it's, I could, it's not I like, could, I could see you racing though. I mean, just no, from hearing you explain no, this, I yeah. could, I could see you just, no, not at all. Never. If I, I Here's the thing. Here, I, I'm not a competitive, here's the thing. I'm not a competitive person. I don't have that like competitive nature. So like I told my friend, I was like, hey dude, if uh, people don't show up for you to race, 
I'm here Friday nights. Like I'm going to be here watching the races, hanging out with like average Joe's because they have a booth there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, if, if you don't have enough people to have a moto, just tell me and I'll go pay him the 20 bucks and I'll, I'll go in there, dude. And I'll just, I'll race you, you know, but I, I don't have that desire to like race and cross country and get that hardcore right. about it. <clears throat> um, I, I don't like, but there's, there's a PS to this whole story. Cause Taryn, um, my nine-year-old is obsessed now and she's the oh, whole reason dope. like, yeah, dude, like the racing stuff is all her. I don't even know how it works, but she's, she's learning, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. So anyway, 80 bucks for an entire year, you get a membership and then I can go, there's, there's black mountain BMX, which is on the other side of uh, Phoenix for me. And there's Chandler, which is like 10 minutes from my house. So I can go over there on Tuesday Excuse me. I can pay uh, ten bucks. Open track Wednesday. They have a beginner class. Also twenty bucks. So this mm. one pay an extra ten bucks and you get like novice BMX classes, right? So I took my daughter to that. She took the novice class. Um, but they were like, "Are you signing up too?" I was like, "I didn't bring my bike tonight." I was, I was like, I didn't even think like, "Oh, I should take this class." I should. Um, now, and when they said that, I was like, oh, "I should." No, I didn't bring my bike, but I will. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, they've got like, dude, the intermediate, the intermediate BMX classes that I can take there, uh, for whatever, I think 20 bucks, uh, every Wednesday or Thursday, it's Thursday nights is taught by George Goodall, like our, uh, our teammate on Supercross. So like, oh, you have like a, yeah, like you can go and pay like whatever it is, 20, 30 bucks and have two hours of like instruction from a factory Supercross guy. Uh, and it's over at Black Mountain on the other side of town. Bubba Harris does the same thing. So, like, you can each night, I can go if I wanted to, I could go to two BMX clinics every week um, and learn BMX, even though I had no desire to race. But I do have a desire to get better control of my bike. So, who's better to learn and have a, a good old time without having the stress of like, because I don't want to race other dudes that are squirrely and like crash. I don't want to deal with all that. What I do want to deal with is like going to a pump track and feeling like I'm in complete control of this bike on this pump track mm-hmm. and going to a BMX track and going, I want to learn the obstacle and how to get over this obstacle faster than I did last week. That's Respect. the challenge for me. That's where I get the, that's where I get stoked. It's yeah. not if I can beat you, it's do I feel like I have conquered that obstacle that they like the whole reason, the whole point of a BMX track is to be the fastest person over all the obstacles in a course. It's an obstacle course. You have to be the fastest person. The fastest person then means they have the best bike control. I want to have the best bike control that I can have. I don't want to be, I don't need to be faster than Stu Thompson. I just want to be better at getting over that tabletop than Isaac was yesterday. Does totally that make sense? Get it. Yeah, I totally sense? get it. And plus, you know, relating it back to what you were saying about the the gym membership and stuff, it's like I and you're like, dude, you're going to see Jesus and you're going to need oxygen because it's a workout, bro. You're you're yeah. out there, you're burning calories, you're meeting people, you're challenging yourself. It's not about for you. It doesn't sound like it's about a, you know, I don't want to 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 try to build points to end up, you know, whatever at the end of the year. I'm just going out and I'm having one having fun. Two, I'm getting a hell of a workout. And three, like you alluded to, um, spending time with your family and and friends or new friends, it it 
it's it's clicking on all cylinders i get dude, it it's, i it's definitely so, want to do that it's so fun dude it's so much fun and the fact that like like we could go on the road right we can go on the road and just show up at random bmx tracks and like do their practice night for whatever their practice night fee is you know yeah, what i mean I so looked, i looked it up um, once you said it you know i went on yeah. usabmx.com and anybody can do this you can punch in literally your zip code and it's going to tell you the tracks that are closest to you by where you've located, you know, using your zip code. Mine, it's Manteca mm-hmm. and Napa. And then I think out at Powell in, in Milpitas or somewhere out there near San Jose. Yeah. yeah. And I think it doesn't Tracy have a Tracy has one too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I believe Tracy does too. Yeah. So yeah. I got a lot so got, close. Yeah. You got a bunch, dude. And uh <clears throat> so I mean, dude, go go <laughs> imagine going to a couple clinics, right? With these people. Um, with these you know pros learn the basics of like getting over these obstacles and jumping you know what i mean and then then you go to the skate park you go to your local pump track and you have way more fun you know what i mean because you understand what the concept it's like if i was going to go pick up golf i would absolutely pay for a pro to like hey man help me get my swing so i get started on the right foot right yeah so like why would you not do that? And this is the same exact thing that people our age do with other sports. You know, only this is going to be like, hey, it's BMX. Take yourself, you know, like you're worth investing uh, some time in because you're going to have way more fun at the pump track if you have Dick Cheeseburger uh, teaching you how to get around a pump track. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's so fun. Well, I, like, so, yeah. I like the part that you mentioned about the bike control because um, there is... For me, there's always like this sense of like, I can improve my bike control skills, like um, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's all about bike control. It's all about, you know, that part of it for me and, and, and trying to improve. It's nothing about competing with someone else, doing it better. It's just like you were mentioning with the track, learning to do something over and over, trying to get better at it just because you're trying to build your skill set. So yep. it sounds like it's dope, dude. I, dude. I am, I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, I you can, got me. You got me. Yeah, I'm doing. I can tell. I can tell you this too, Craig. Like, it is okay. Think about being 14 again, right? And you show up at a spot with people that, like, you say no, right? Mm-hmm. You're there. I would because what I'm going to get to, you'll see. People were like, I was like, hey, dude, you want to ride my bike? And they're like, yeah, can I try it? Sure. You want to try mine? Sure. So, dude, yeah. like. We all would just swap. All the old bros would just swap bikes, so we could feel what like what everyone else's bike felt like. I it, that was the same. Like if you showed up to your homie spot with a new bike, like you know, like for me it was my friend, me and my friend Lee. Right. So in Lodi, we would like ride over at the Mervins parking lot, and let's say someone from Stockton or Modesto or not Modesto, Stockton or like somewhere up north would show up. You know, they'd be like. And they got a new frame or a new bike, dude. Everyone would be like, yeah, let me ride your bike, dude. Let me check it out. You know, Christmas time, yeah. you got new parts. You're like, dude, can I try it? Yeah. Hey, let me ride it. Yeah. So, dude, it was it was exactly like that. Only I'm 50. You know what I mean? I'm like, this. nothing has changed in BMX whatsoever. It was just like, because no. my boy, uh, Seth, he found a, like a, a BMX frame, a 24-inch race frame for like 400 bucks on OfferUp. Um, on Craigslist is where he said he found it. I was like. Who even goes on Craigslist anymore? And I was like, that's how you found it for 400 bucks. Um, somebody with no cell phone. <laughs> right. But uh, 
yeah, dude, get out there, get out there and check it out, man. It is, it is so much fun. And I mean, I, I don't know the rules, dude. They let me out there with a pro tech helmet. Uh, I would definitely get a full face though, because, uh, like when you fall on a, on a BMX track, dude, you fall fast. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it's squirrel. I was, get a full face helmet. I was watching, uh, I don't know if you watch, um, Scotty Kramer and uh, yeah. his videos, but him and his brother, Maddie, now Maddie, obvious well obviously scotty doesn't competitively ride anymore since his accident um he just can't but he's still riding bikes but maddie his brother is a really good all-around bmxer and he got back into bmx racing since he's been sponsored by mongoose he ends up going down this this local track in florida and he entered you know he's he's usa he's got all the memberships bro he's racing and um the guy does one one gate drop, one race, you know, like a moto comes back and he's like, oh my gosh, dude, this is incredible. I, I remember this. I love it. He ends up qualifying, you know, he enters, he enters his age class and his, and his, his, you know, pro or expert, whatever. He ends up qualifying for worlds in, <laughs> in Finland or Netherlands or wherever it's going to be UCI. I don't know, but it's like that feeling and just watching that video of him just yeah. like you know he's just like oh my gosh i mean scott maddie's been riding park and yeah all kinds of stuff mountain bike gravel but he you just see his face light up it's kind of like you guys can't see it but isaac's yeah. face lights up when he talks about this <laughs> that I, stuff's I, really cool it is dude it's just it's just a lot of fun man go go think think about it, you guys just think about it look if you mm-hmm. if you're a racer and and you love the competitive nature of that all in go for it uh, there you can ride 26 inch bikes in uh on, on BMX tracks. You can. Um if you if you just want to get better at riding bikes, go get a membership and pay the 10 bucks to go ride around. And uh every once in a while, man, go check out the clinic. Yes, you're gonna be with there with a bunch of uh you know, seven-year-olds. Uh, but you know what? You're all learning the exact same concept, how to get over that obstacle the fastest. Yeah. Uh yeah. and and you know what? It just Go out there, have fun, man. Get a couple, get a couple dads together. I'll pitch in. <laughs> go out there on your on your bikes. You don't have to. I mean, you can get whatever race bike. You can go out there on a twenty inch. I rode a twenty inch around the track this last weekend. Oh, um, crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, it was hard for me. It was hard. I'm gonna be real honest with you. I wouldn't. Have, I definitely wouldn't have tried to race it. Um, but it was a. It was just an, like a classic. I think it was like a classic hutch. You know what I mean? Like an 80s hutch. So like the top tube was like oh, 18 dope. and a half inches long. It was small. But dude, go go out there, have fun, man. Take your take your big bike, take your whatever size BMX bike you got, man. Go out there, have some fun. Ride around the track. I think you that's dope that race. you yeah, that you can take any bike out there and essentially practice. And you know, the yeah. fact that you, Isaac, the fact that you're taking out a essentially, you know quote unquote i'm air quoting this built for racing bike your your nvrs7 and you're riding that on the track and then the next morning you're getting up and you're making wheelie videos with the thing it's that a wheelie bike me, yeah it's a wheelie so bike, dude. cool dude <laughs> yeah. so cool yeah um speaking of you just mentioned hutch man i want to i want to tee you up now yeah um you know i was posting some pictures today um on 80s bmx craig on instagram plug um uh, but it's something it's that's the number eight zero s eight zero s 
on on Instagram. Go ahead. ahead. And I was posting up pictures for something that you have coming up this weekend because you mentioned Hutch. Yep. And uh, I was thinking like, oh, old school Hutch. Hmm. Tell us, uh, tell us what's going on because speaking of old school bikes, yeah, what, what do you got going on this weekend that that's tying Dude, into the old school BMX world? Another fun BMX story. Here we go. So about three weeks ago, I was over at Black Mountain BMX for the Winter Nationals. Uh, Supercross was over there, so I went over there to check check uh, the race team out, just say what's up, and walking around the pits. I run into our good friend, Hollywood Mike Miranda. Why I am not surprised, he is just walking around trolling people at Winter National BMX event. <laughs> um, but that's very on brand for Mike Miranda, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Mike's, I'm like, what's up, Mike? He's handing out flyers for Dirty Fest. So mm. this is where I was like, bro, Dirty Fest is coming up. I'm excited about this because I didn't make the Frogtown Classic last year. You did. I did not. Mike was at Frogtown. And so Dirty Fest is the brainchild of our good friends over at the Dirty Knobs podcast. They were like, dude, the Angels Camp, uh, you know, the Frogtown Classic. That was fun. Everybody had a good time. Let's do it again. Like, let's do another one. Let's just not wait a whole year to do it again. Let's do two a year. So they spun up Dirty Fest, a weekend like Lollapalooza on, it's a Lollapalooza of BMX is what I would call it. It is a weekend event in Temecula at the end of April, and there is a BMX a BMX race, there is a BMX show, we are going to be podcasting from out there, there is... Every, I mean, you name it. If it is BMX, it is going to be there at this at this event. You can camp out there. I'm going to not camp out there because uh, I am too old to sleep on the ground. Uh, <laughs> and and I'm going to go get a hotel room and I will drive back in uh, nice. to, to the course. Nice. But um, yeah, so he's giving out flyers for for Dirty Fest. I'm like, hey, bro. Why don't you come down? We'll do a ride out in Phoenix to promote this because Mike Miranda lives just up the hill in Arizona, about a, an hour north of Phoenix. So I was like, bro, come down. Let's let's do this. He's like, okay. We have tried to plan this umpteen times. We tried to get Mike to come down and go for a ride out. But Mike is probably the busiest dude in BMX. And like he I, I was like, hey, bro, can you hop on and and Talk about Dirty Fest? Can't do it, man. I'm in New Jersey at a bike thing. Cool. Last week, I texted him. He was in Sedona. Okay. Cabda. <laughs> well, he was at Cabda, right? You, yeah. Friday Friday night, he was in Chandler at the BMX races, the state qualifiers in Chandler on Friday night. Saturday, I was like, hey, dude, are you at the races? I was like, are you out here today? He's like, no, I'm in Sedona at the, the BMX festival. I was like, or the mountain bike festival in Sedona. So that might've been Kappa. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Mike Miranda is just over everywhere. So I was like, Hey dude, what about this weekend? He's like, can't do it the weekend after that. And he puts it on his calendar. He's like, I'm putting it on my calendar, bro. I was like, okay. Hmm. So it was going to be the Mike Miranda ride out. I start promoting it last week. Hey, Phoenix, come on out, ride with Mike Miranda. 
And then I get a phone call from our friend, Mike Buff. I'm like, what's up, Mike? I haven't talked to Mike in a little bit. So I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, hey, who's doing this ride out? And I'm like, uh, with the, the Mike one, the Hollywood one? He goes, yeah. I was like, I guess I am. You know, I was like, I didn't really think about it. Like, we're starting at a bike <laughs> shop. He's like, he was basically seeing like, do I have to call the bike shop or do I talk to you? <laughs> right, I'm right. like, uh, I was like, I guess I am. He goes, okay. He goes, hey, because uh, if you don't know this, you guys, Mike Mike Buff loves the LA Dodgers. And his his daughter is the Batgirl for the LA Dodgers. Like, he is a Dodger fan through and through. He was like, I'm coming out for spring training. Can you make that ride out a little bit later? And I was like, if you're coming, dude, yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'll be there. I was like, all right. So then magic, <laughs> magically our ride out turned into the Dirty Fest ride out turned into the Mike and Mike ride out. So if you are in Phoenix tomorrow, the March 11th, um, go to Average Joe's Ride Shop at 5 o'clock. Hang out for an hour. At 6 o'clock, we're going to ride down to Spinelli's Pizza and Tempe. Uh, we're gonna get some pizza and we're gonna ride back and we're gonna talk about dirty fest. You can add, like Michael answer all your questions. Mike Miranda will answer your questions about that. Mike Buff yeah, and Mike Miranda will both be there. Yeah, they'll they'll both be at dirty fest too. Yeah, and that's that's what I put on my uh, page today. It was you know I didn't say ride bikes with mics, but it was just like if you, <laughs> I think I started it out, dude. I was like, you, yeah. it, look, if you could if you could tell your fourteen year old or childhood self that you have a chance to ride with Mike Buff, okay? And Hollywood Mike Miranda. Uh what would you say? Because yeah. I'm telling you what, it's not a dream, it's reality. Homies get down to Phoenix, Arizona and make your childhood dream come true and go hang out, eat some pizza, ride some bikes, bro out with Mike and Mike and yeah. you know, check that box. Yeah. Yeah. Done. and get caitlin buff's autograph for uh before she's like of course she has her own baseball card yeah probably will end up owning the dodgers one day dude i'm i was like dude when i found out she was like she worked for the dodgers i was like man i, I cannot imagine how <laughs> stoked and proud mike buff would have been the first time he saw his daughter in the dodger uniform 100 percent, bro that is i am so glad that he got that opportunity like that is the man. The coolest thing when I found that out, I was like, oh, dude, I bet you he is so proud. That is the coolest thing. Like, just imagine your kid works for your sports team that you've loved since you were born. That would be the and, coolest thing. And you go to a game and you get to watch her out on the field during the game doing her thing. Uh, dude, big can you imagine? Moment. Big can dad you imagine? Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, Dirty Fest uh, right out this weekend. Make sure you guys check out. If you go to DirtyFest.com, you can learn about it. Look, if you just Google Dirty Fest, Google Dirty Knobs podcast, make sure you go subscribe to those fellas. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, EC. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you okay, Omi? <laughs> My, yeah, I, I'm getting over a cough. We haven't podcasted in a minute in a minute because I'm getting over a cough. But uh, yeah, did you go, go talk to all those. Like, go follow them. They are hilarious. They've had some pretty good, uh, some pretty good podcasts in the past. They've, every guest you are going to know and they they have a real good knack of pulling out some really great stories because they've been there it's like they're the dirty it's like you're knobs. in the pits dude like you're in the pits with these guys reliving moments uh it, it's it's different than being like a sideline like we are 
Um, yeah, Aaron Carter, James Vicente, JV. Yeah. JV. It, it's a great show. There, there's some yeah. dirty knobs over there. At dirty knob yeah. podcast. Um, are you going to be no pressure now? Uh-huh. Are you going to be going live on your Instagram or your social media during your ride out with Buff and Miranda? Because I I can't be there, dude. Oh, I need to know, be in the moment because I can't be there. I need to. I need something. Yeah. To, I never, yeah. I never go watch. live, dude. I never go live. Honestly, you guys, I don't go you live don't? stuff because I will just forgive, will forgive any novice stuff, dude, because I, I've never, like, I think I've gone live twice mm-hmm. and here's what happens. I've gone live twice and I've got just, it's been bad. So the first time I went live, I was unboxing something from Merit and Ricky decides to give away a pair of like grips that he had sent to me like he's like all right man we're gonna give away a pair of grips from this box that i i'm like okay cool dude now i have to go and ship something to somebody <laughs> right you know what i mean and it's like it's it's Here's, still it's like we're getting over covid and i'm like man it, it, like i wasn't like ready to go i gotta leave the house <laughs> dude so like i remember like i was gonna i was gonna get some grips to somebody and then they're like um i shipped them and then they were i was like no I got sick right after that. That's what it was. Yep. I got I was sick for like yep. a month. And someone's like, hey, you said you were going to send me grips. What a horrible person you are. <sighs> like, liar. You know, I, I was just like, <laughs> came at me like that. You know what I mean? And I'm like. You fraud. Yeah. I was like, first of all, it's been a week. And I've been like, I was like, I haven't even been to work. So, yeah, as soon as I can leave the house, I'll ship your stupid grips. Like, I Here's was pissed. What- Here's what you do. You go on your big bike BMX Instagram, yeah. hit live, hit go, and then standing, you wait till Sean is next to you, our yeah. good friend, uh, Sean's from uh, Average Joe's Ride Shop, and you hand Swanky him Sean's. Swanky <laughs> Sean's. Yeah. Sean filmed this, and yeah. Sean's good with a camera. So yeah. that yeah. way it's it's not in your hands and you can interact and do all that. Yeah. I'm and just nobody- being selfish. Because yeah. I want to be there and I can't, so I just want yeah. something to. Just make. don't expect any giveaways, you guys, because then then your I boy has grips. to go and I have to go and ship it, and <laughs> like it, it, I, I'm just being grizzly, dude. Because like I used to have a shipping place right here where I could just go over there and like take <clears> my boxes, they'd weigh them, they tell me, okay, here I get my credit card, they ship it all for me, and everything's cool. They they've gone out of business. I have to go stand in line. The post office, right? Mm. And I'm an 80s guy, so I don't like the the 80s were bad, like the 80s and 90s were bad experiences for the US post office. Like you didn't want to be in the building, it's not safe. Like Mm. there's like like angry postal workers and anthrax. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's like that's my when I walk in there, I just think like someone's man, I hope no one shoots me, and I hope no one's like trying to prove a point. You know what I mean? I hope like I hope there's not some wacko in Montana that's just like pissed off at computers while I'm over here trying to ship some fucking grips to somebody, <laughs> you know, and like so I don't look me. like the the dickies yeah. as I am. Because I, I used like, to go in there and yeah. check. I would always either before I got in line or after I would check. Remember the wanted posters that would hang yeah. in there? Yeah, I'd be like, man, I hope there's no homies I know in here. But uh, yeah, right. man, I get it. So anyway, yeah, like I'll go, I'll go yeah. live, I'll go live, uh, I'll go live tomorrow night. Yeah. So oh, you're the man. Yeah, it'll be fun, dude. Uh, just don't expect me to t- number one. Don't expect me to to read 
anything because I can't read uh, anything on this <laughs> on the on my phone because I'm no play. pressure. Can't see that. Don't expect that. Don't expect. Uh, don't if if you wave at me and there's a button that says wave back, you're going to get a wave back. If not, I'm waving. I don't know what to do. Just know I'm waving in my soul because like yes. You know, you guys, I'm blind. So most of the time when I'm on social media, if it's a live thing, I'm fumbling through it, dude. I'm doing my best. So all right. All right. For that, that's right. fair. That is fair. Uh so yeah, I will I'll go live for you, bro, just so you can you can say hi to Mike and Mike. Uh what else is coming up that we should talk about for oh, our good friend Todd. Uh want to congratulate Todd on getting the bionic knees. Uh and I wonder, like, he's taller now. He grew an inch. Because his his legs were so bow legged that like, did you yeah. see the before and afters, bro? <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. That you know they're yeah. they're straight now. He doesn't look yeah. like he uh, you know he was riding on the Pony Express, um, dude. Dude. Okay, so if you saw Todd's post about his knees, uh, I did he post pictures of his X rays? But I don't know if he did. We saw like he's posted pictures. He has he, he okay. straight up told us. Look at my knee. Look he, at pre, pre and post. Yeah, I I saw his X-ray pictures, and it was like bone on bone. And I was like, "Bro, are you serious? That's your knee?" He goes, "Yeah, dog." <laughs> I was like, "Bro," you... and then when he got his second one, when he got his first one fixed, um, I saw a side by side of his good knee and his, his bad knee still. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Bro, you're gonna grow like an inch and a half." And he just laughed. He's like, "You know, I think I am." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude." And then, uh, you know, you see, you see that like straight leg and that bow-legged one and you're like god man how is that guy existing like his quality of life that he was just used to every single day like if he hadn't have like gone and been like i think i should get my knees done finally because i remember he was like yeah i'm finally gonna get my knees done right and we're like dude you gotta get your shoulders done too because his shoulders are jacked right so all of his appendages are jacked right but he finally got his knees done and we're like Bro, like when you see it, when it's the way it's supposed to be. And I just thought he was like a, I thought he was just like a genetic, like he was just bow-legged dude. I know people that are just bow-legged. Yeah. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, bro, they, you weren't genetically like that. That was just you falling from backflips for a decade. <laughs> Did that to Having me. Having like, no cartilage <clears throat> in your knee, man. It's just like, yeah. damn. So anyway, well, good congrats, for Todd. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, Todd. I'm stoked that you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you invest. Uh, as much in your joints as you possibly can, bro. Because uh, technology is is at the spot, man, where you can, like all you guys, everybody listening to this, man. Actually, you know what? This is a teachable moment. Look at your friend Todd and see how much better his legs look. And then go look at your legs and think, do I have to live like this? If you got some good insurance, now's the time, man. Go now's get your legs fixed. You know, and he he had his first knee redone or you know reconstructed like a month or two ago and here he is getting his second one they got him up walking within a you know just a, within the day right yeah he I, todd was like he was saying on social media like bro i got i'm gonna have new knees for the three-day ride out yeah you know and that's that isn't that that three-day ride out we're not talking a 20 miler we're not talking 40 miles 50 miles we're talking i mean what is that they it's say like, dude they say 100 right 100 they, miles. they promote it they promote it as 100 miles but they've done it what two three years two years 
two. Yeah. I feel like they've done more than maybe they didn't uh, like one. Go- no, they've done it two years at least. Yeah. Yeah. They've done two years. Two years. COVID was a non non year. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell you that every, t- every year I do the math on somebody's Stravas that throws them up. Like someone's like, okay, here's the accurate count. And you're yeah. like, that's nowhere near a uh, hundred miles. It's usually like 137, 126. You know what I mean? And, I, <clears throat> and it, that could be accounting for like riding from where you're like, where you parked to where the meetup spot is and, or where you got dropped off or, you know, sure. whatever, or, or, you know, but still it, it is not a, it is not a 32.5 uh, every single day. It, it is not a magic 100. It is well over a hundred. It's a yeah. hundred, it's a hundred and a quarter at least. Yeah. And just t- thinking about like what, you know, he's gone through with the surgeries that he's going to be doing that. I'm like, Oh man. And, and chicken legs, hey, what's his <laughs> chicken legs, but, and, uh, Todd is, you know, uh, Todd's our age. Yeah. You know, our age, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm, I'm proud of him, man. He's going to do some good stuff. So proud of you, that's man. coming up dude. go, go follow Todd's social media and you'll see the three day ride out. That's coming up. Uh, always a good time always uh crazy and uh there's some good bomb like hill bombs and like memorable moments man just be careful going down uh the buff bond the bonsai buff run or whatever what do they call that the bu- the buff buffs bonsai something <laughs> yeah be careful on that don't break the collarbone yeah and, you don't uh, want to make the you don't want to make the wrong highlight reel you know what i mean yeah there's going to be, be highlight reels yeah last year forever it's going to be todd getting run over by damon that's just going to be the <laughs> That should be the poster for the for the SoCal BMX ride every year. It's just Todd flipping and Damon <laughs> riding over his head. Um, you know, but like, yeah, what first year was Keith. Keith was the was the the one that did the the somersault. Mm, maybe, right? Maybe, yeah. I think and so. That was, yeah, that was before Keith. Like Keith was like just kind of growing out of being a kid and turning into like his man body. So he was like mm. a, he was like a linebacker, dude. He was like. 250 pounds of just linebacker, you know, Raiders. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know if you can say Raiders anymore because like NorCal, they they moved. I guess you'd say Niners, I guess. But that dude was like, he's that just a big, strong kid just rolling down that hill, man. And he just wow. boom, hit that and rumbled. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that that highlight reel where, you know, people are coming off the bonsai, buffs bonsai into the, the weeds, the tall grass or whatever. And uh, One kid flipping. came up after a flip and he's got a broken collar and other people yeah. are doing flips. And I'm like, that's the highlight reel that I would want to avoid. But I see myself being in that one. Yeah. It's scary, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, here's my thing, dude, I'm afraid of heights. So at the bottom of that, that bonsai hill is just a guardrail and then lost boys brit you know i mean just lost boys rocks below that. was there even sure. a guardrail there it looked like there was like a uh a, 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 one of those fire trails or something like something yeah. pretty wide but there was like a cliff after so yeah it's but, there's hopefully there's a stop. guardrail yeah there's a guardrail but it's okay you know but here's the thing dude on the 29 that's not going to stop you it's going to catapult you into the ocean <laughs> it'll you know? stop your bike It'll stop your bike. Yeah. You'll, you'll jackass your bike and continue over the bars right into the ocean. You know what I mean? YOLO! Just yeet yourself Yolo. right into the ocean. Uh, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that, but all right. Yeah, dude. I think, I mean, go have fun. Go do the, the LA three day ride. Um, definitely 
definitely go to Dirty Fest. That is going to be insane. It's like uh, I've seen some promo like with a drone of I think probably Miranda yeah, riding Miranda riding the uh, the course, and it just looks like a fun downhill kind of a bomb hill with some jumps in it, dude. It just looks fun, you guys. All the legends are going to be out there. Mike Buff, Mike Miranda, Henderson's going to be out there. Todd and SE guys are going to be out there. So you'll see Dick Cheeseburger. Um, Stu Thompson will probably be out there. I can tell you when when Miranda was walking around at the the races here in at Black Mountain, like he was talking. I mean, he, he everybody knew about it. He was talking and talking to everyone. Harry Larry, he talked to everybody. Dude, legends oh, yeah. of the sport are going to be there. Uh, all three days, very approachable. Uh, and, and you know, you get up there and race with them. Go have some fun, man. Ride around the track with Mike Miranda. Go ride around the track with Todd and his new knees. Uh, yeah, and it, if you want to see what that track looks like or you want to watch some YouTube videos on it, just look up Velocity uh, BMX Park or Bike bring Track. Up. Bring it up real quick. I want to see right. it. Yeah, I'll bring it up. <clears throat> one second let me share my screen back with you i know you guys can't see this but we're going to take a look at it and isaac and i can talk about it here because i've only so, seen the drone footage of like way overhead so i can't tell you how big the jumps are or anything like that yeah so velocity bike park what's the website does it give it to you Um. Click that first Maybe. one right there. Yeah, it's the it's it's actually part of the KOA, like the camping okay. uh, campground, whatever. So it's KOA.com campgrounds Temecula. Okay, go um, to the top, dude, that first link. Click that one, right? right? This one here? Nope. No, no, right above it. Nope, to the left. Down, right there. All right, let's check it out. Welcome to Velocity. So it's Velocity, what is it, Vail? It's Velocity Bike Bike Park, Temecula, California. Yep, but the website is Vail. It's Vail Lake, Lake Resort dot yeah. com. Vail Lake Resort, all one word dot com. Okay, and now let's uh, see this park, dude. Scroll down. Let's see. Yeah, mountain bike ish. So they got trails, and when they talk about trails, they're like mountain bike trails. Um, what else we got? They're talking about be you know. There's definitely a beginner route you can take there's an expert in pro level black diamond double black diamond trails um, i want my two dollars two dollars i want my two dollars so here's a couple photos that we're looking at you guys one is someone you know just riding the the the, the trail it's got like sagebrush and stuff around it kind of feel like you're out in the the desert bush or something like that. And then it has, a, there's a bike park. I mean, it's got, you know, it's, this is not, this is kind of like the angels camp, uh, frog town. It's yeah. not as BMX set up, but it's got, it's almost like a mix between a BMX old school BMX dirt track. This looks like an empty lot that people just put jumps in. That's what it looks yeah, like. To me. That yeah. And, uh, a, a, scroll down a BMX scroll trails, down. trail jumps. Yeah. Um, so scroll it looks down. pretty dope. looks yeah. really dope. Keep going. Keep going. Do they have yeah. gallery? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, they got a, they're showing what they got on their Instagram. Um, okay. Cool, so man. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks pretty dope. 
Yeah, that, I, that drone footage you saw was, uh, I think it was Miranda going around the track or at least bombing bombing the track. And uh, he was in his uh, Evil Knievel, yeah, famous Evil Knievel jumpsuit. Yeah. And there's some pictures of some kids on some BMX bikes rolling around on it. That's cool, man. I like it. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Go take a look, you guys. Yeah. If you go to YouTube as well, you can you can actually see footage of what they're calling the BMX track. And so that looks... Uh, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun yep and here's the thing you guys just like i joined usa pmx and have no plans on racing come out and hang out even if you have no plans on racing uh you don't want to race you don't want to be on the track if you just want to come out bring your bike get some autographs take some pictures uh with hall of famers man to it come out be a part of it yeah you can just I want hang to out see and yeah spectate. i want to see you I'll I'll say this though. One of the things I noticed, um, <clears throat> not only from the Dirty Knobs promoting it, but just going to Dirty the Dirty Knobs <laughs> podcast or Dirty Knobs website, and you'll have to look up what the actual website is, Isaac. If you want to race, if you want to partake in any of the events like foot down or the mini bike or whatever, like they have so many different events, you have to sign up. You have to register. Um, and go to their website, check it out. And, uh, you know, if that's something you want to do, make sure you register, make sure you get your name in the hat for the event that you want to be a part of. There you go. So go check that stuff out. You guys have some fun, Craig. I am going to dip out and probably go watch uh, a bunch of Netflix shows about, I think, uh, I'm going to go solve some crimes on Netflix by watching, yes. uh, what happened to the Malaysia flight, uh, see Ooh, what, yeah. uh, if I can figure that out, dude. Um, yeah, if you can find that too, if you can find where that uh, that flight is, man, you would you'd be the man. <laughs> I don't know where well, I was going with that. Sorry, I was like, I saw the promo for it today, Malaysia flight, something on Netflix, and I'm like, yeah. I need to watch this. All right, do you hear? Now we've done BMX stuff. Let's go back to some uh, some musical stuff. Mm. Here's 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 I'll, I'll bring up some of my favorite jams of the '80s, right? Yeah. Okay, so we did beatbox. We did, uh, we, we've talked about Mantronics. We talked about Mantronics, but did did we didn't even any? bring up Mantronics. All right, Mantronics. Um, was there... Fresh I, is the word. Fresh is the word. Who? Fresh is the word. Oh, fresh or do, is the word. Or who is it? Yeah, yeah, that's... Who is it? So that's a pretty this was This was the first... This was the first Mantronics song... Um, that is this I one that starts? Is this one that starts out Mantronics? This one starts out with who? Who, who is it? Yeah, might take a second to get into it, but um, where were these guys from, dude? I, no idea. Me neither. No idea. Like I don't even know if they were hip hop, really. I think they <laughs> were kind of like an electronic. Well, yeah. Listen. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. So you man. get they the were... vibe. Yeah. Um now what was their other song that you were saying? Fresh is the word. Fresh is the word, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to check that one out. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Yeah. 
Yeah, this they came out in the early eighties or mid eighties, right? This was like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, it's like yeah, eighty. Yeah, it's like this is eighty five. Man, this does not stand up at all. <laughs> Here we go. They're dropping it. Here it goes, right? All right, we're back. <laughs> I don't know what happened at the front of that, dude. I'm just not feeling that at all. Um, Do you remember Roxanne Chante? Do you remember that whole battle thing that was going on? Oh, yeah, remember dude. That? Did you watch the Netflix um, Roxanne Chante, the, the real Roxanne Chante? What? Story? No. No. Oh, dude. What? So good. Are you serious? Yes, they made a whole a freaking movie about her, dude. Was it real? Was that was there beef real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no, you got to watch it. The way she grew up, the way she had to battle through the projects in New York, and like, oh wow, just at, at, like all her managers ripping her off, and you know, yeah. it was it's crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. So That's crazy. crazy. Roxanne's Revenge. I remember that one. Oh my gosh, her song. I'm trying to look you guys and, and pull up something that's there's a mix. I don't know. You want to listen? Yeah, to hit that. Yeah, hit that. What is it? Which one is this? Hold on. Have let, me, nice uh, let me mute out. No, the, go, uh, yeah, go to the next the song. I don't know what have a nice day is. Go to the next song. This ain't it. Go to the next song. No, go no, that song. ain't it. That was just like some yeah. mix. Um. I gotta think, dude, like Jam on it, Nucleus, I think was probably one of like the bigger I'm trying to think of like the mini truck songs, dude. Like man or uh Yeah. Well, my name is Roxanne. I don't you know, I just a cold rock a party and I do this show. I said I'm with these three guys and you know it's true. Uh, let me tell you and explain them all to you. I met this dude with the name of a hat. I didn't even walk away. I didn't give him no rap. Dude, how old is she there? She's like 12. <laughs> she looks like 12 years old, dude. Gosh, man. I thought she was like a grown-up. Okay. This is all kind of crazy to me. Um, yeah. Dude, okay. 1991. I'm going to tell you. This is my, my best friend had a Mazda B2000 mini truck with Beat. And I'm going to show you what he played. Not Special Ed. You got to go back. But bring that one up next. Um, this right. is going to be MC ADE. Oh, yeah. How much can you take? This was like. Yeah, dude. Play it. Play it. Yeah. Let me let me jump forward a little. Just those 15s rattling the, the trunk. The or the bed uh, of the truck. That, my, that Miami 808. <laughs> the robotic voice. Uh, I love this song, dude. I thought it was the coolest song, but I can tell you, dude, not a, a single girl gave us a phone number because we played this song at all. <laughs> I can just tell you that right now. You know, if you weren't there and you're listening to this, like you're, you're, you weren't a part of this era, but you're no. listening to this, you're going to be like, that was, that's kind of whack. Or, you know, like, but to us, 
Oh my gosh. This was the first time I remember hearing it, like a, a sample that I knew besides like, uh, oh man, like there was this one kid, dude, it was a little kid that would sample like 50 songs, like Lollipop and like Jaybird, right, right. all that stuff. But like, um, <laughs> wasn't like up- the Gucci crew, one of those, those other Hard Gucci hitting. Crew, yeah, Gucci Crew, Gucci Crew Two. There was like, uh, um, the the eight oh eight stuff, dude. Was like Luke, Uncle Luke, and like Two Life Crew. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it kind of, then it like with Vanilla Ice, dude. It just died. Everyone was like, killed Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by Miami. Well, Vanilla. I, here's what happened: Vanilla Ice, and then. The click in NorCal. That's when like NorCal hip hop really kind of took off because like, you know, we it, like we had Too Short, right? Too Short was out there, and then like, uh, who else was like big back then? Well, what happened was in like our sophomore year, dude, this group from LA came up. You know, gangster rap was just oh yeah, NWA. into the yeah, scene yeah. with NWA. Yeah, you know, straight out of Compton came out, and it was like the bass sound and all that stuff from the East Coast, Florida, and 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 you know the 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 other stuff from from New York and all that. Yeah, it was still there, but NWA just like changed it. Was hard. it. Yeah, it was dude. It was hard to get into though because I remember like just being a main like the only radio that I heard was KML. Right, that was like we all listened to one hundred six. Nine KML was it? KML was 106.1. 106.1. Okay, 106.1 KML. And um, like Rick Chase, <laughs> Chewy Gomez. Yeah. Um, so like whatever they played, right? That's what was on there. And then whatever, like the mainstream stuff. So I remember there was like competing. What else was going on at that time, dude? So you have two live crew and, and that stuff, but it was hard to get on the radio because they were trying to like, remember they were trying to ban them? That was the whole reason you had like the that whole band in the was, USA, man. And and I think it was because of Two Live Crew, maybe that, that, whole, ex- <laughs> that whole explicit lyrics thing was in yeah. Congress. You had Tipper Gore going up against yeah. Luke from Two Live Crew. It yeah. was crazy, dude. And yeah. you know, this is way off in the weeds, but it was like that whole thing with putting labels on records was supposed to be some like, you know, parental warning, explicit lyrics. Dude, oh. if your record didn't have that, your record didn't sell as well. You that label it. ended up being what was like, oh my gosh, this is explicit lyrics? Yes. You know? Yep. It, 100%, it, dude. You could be the more whole right. Thing. Do you remember, though, what else happened then was uh, you had the Seattle. There was competing areas. Do you see at Seattle? So you had Sir Mix a lot. With Swass, he was yeah. he, like he came in and in like that Posse whole Swass, on Broadway dude, Posse on Broadway, my hoopty beepers, buttermilk one time biscuits, Scott case buttermilk biscuits, like um, the area code rap, like that dude, he, all of his songs made it. And uh, then you had that kid, Kid Sensation, like what was his song, dude? Look up Kid Sensation real quick. I remember. Well, he was part of um, uh, Swass, right? Me and Kid Sensation at home away yeah. from home. He was he was um, part of that group. There was like Maharaji, Kid Sensation. Um, yeah, I wasn't was really aware of anything he was doing on his own, Kid Sensation, but I know he was part of the the Mix a Lot Posse. Yeah, let me see what was his song. His big one was, I think it was oh, his album. 
Man, I don't even remember what album it was. Nah, I don't know. Flowing. Is it flowing? Yeah, I think it was flowing. Flowing? C-Town Ballers was 90. Yeah, go to C-Town Ballers. Let's see if that's one. All right, we'll check out. I'll see if I, re- if I recognize it. It's going to take a couple seconds. Yeah. And then, dude, to... oh, I'm going to I'm gonna blow your mind in a second because I just thought of another one that came out like in 92 that you might remember. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. So uh, in in uh, college, the girl, my my college girlfriend, my first college girlfriend, went to high school with Kid Sensation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, over in West Seattle. He lived in West Seattle, I guess. I I don't know, but she was well. At least she claimed she did. I don't know. I didn't see no. like a yearbook or anything. Uh, but yeah, that was fun, dude. Okay, look this one up. Me, fi me. Spell it. Uh, M I space P H I me oops M I yeah or it might be me I don't know let me see me find me that's probably right there uh yeah and I believe the credo try that one see if that was it this was like I think this is it let's see fast forward a little bit. Yeah. So this came out like this is right around that like arrested development kind of era of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I like I remember I drove all over listening to this thing, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, this sounds like pretty deep, you know. It's like here's did you have one album that you listened to more than any other album growing up? I have two, I have two two cassette tapes that i listened to more than any other two albums what were they see what yours are oh you go first (laughs) okay mine were depeche mode 101 as soon as soon as like there was some girl that i thought was super like foxy (laughs) she was a fox uh she definitely had neon roller skating attire uh and so um Depeche Mode Music for the Masses or 101. Both those was like kind of around the same area. But music for the masses. And then uh the other one was De La Soul, Three Feet High and Rising. Which, Probably uh, I was gonna say name. Rest in Peace. Uh True Boy. One. What True was Goy. it? True, True Goy. Goy. Yeah. Yeah. This is what was pulling in the babes for Isaac. This what, yeah, dude. Yeah. I guess back then I think we called it like new wave, but I guess it would be like they weren't goth girls because they didn't wear like black, but it was like new wave girls. That's where hmm. I had the most success uh, in Lodi and Stockton <laughs> was with the uh, the Tepeche Mode crowd. Uh, yeah. Bump. Okay. I mean, the reason why I'm not going to be good at this, dude, is because growing up, yeah, um, single mom, 
She was yep. in, my mom was a roller skater, like a disco roller skating competitor. We had albums in her house from like Saturday Night Fever, John Denver, Abba. Uh, Gloria Gaynor. Um, yeah. Neil Diamond? All this, Do you have huh? Neil Diamond? Do you have Neil Diamond? Dude, totally had Neil Diamond. Um, <laughs> uh, we had Earth, Wind and Fire. Things yeah. that were like funk and soul and disco and the, but then yeah. we also had country. Yeah, uh, we had like the and we all had like Doobie Brothers and we Oak Ridge had, it was Boys. Just Did you have Oak, Oak Ridge, Ridge Boys? Boys? Yeah, Elvira. So, like, my, exactly, Elvira. Yeah, dude. my Jeff music Kenny. background is so like I went into these phases of like hair metal, <laughs> what they call hair metal now, and then classic yeah. rock, which wasn't classic really back then, like Led Zeppelin, you know, and all this yeah. stuff. But Rush. Yeah, Rush. <laughs> and, you know. The stoner music. Into, yeah. yeah, arcade getting, music. Right. And then getting into junior high and high school, yeah, there was Depeche Mode, The Cure, but yep. I also listened to gangster rap and hip hop. Um, I was glued to my couch in September of 1981 when MTV like went on the air. I'm like, and I did not get up from that couch for a long ass time. Like come home from school, turn on MTV, everything, dude. So I was, there was never really anything. Although like when I started driving, you know, you got cassette tapes, cause CDs weren't out yet. You know, I'd have everything from like too short, um, a lot of Bay Area stuff. Um, that's what yeah, dude, it was okay, just so all over the place. We all did though. That's what that's why we all had like if it wasn't if we didn't have that musical taste like that, there would there wouldn't be a word mixtape, right? Like yeah. we all made mixtapes. Like you had some girl or some boy that you were like super like crushing on, and you were like, Man, I'm gonna sit here and you would spend like 80 hours just waiting for that song. Like and it was so frustrating because like you had one boom box that would record from the radio. So you had to sit there and catch your song and hope the stupid DJ didn't talk over uh. the intro. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. So, and it would like, you would hear the perfect intro to the song you were going to put after that song. And you're like, man, I'll never get an opportunity where they they flubbed it and just didn't talk at all. And I missed it because I have to record Stevie B right now. God damn it. Yeah. And I remember getting a, like one of those, it's supposed to look like a stacked component stereo system, but it was just one big, you know, cheap wooden box with an equalizer, but it had two two cassette tape decks side by side. So you could, I felt like I was an engineer in a music studio. I could, I could have all these songs and I could like master them over to another cassette and you can put Craig's mix on it and you would be like, Hey man, at lunch, get in the car, check out this new mixtape. And you know, you if somebody, <laughs> yeah, if somebody had a like a microphone with like a big ass jack from like church, then yep. you could plug it in and then you could like it was like a three and a half inch jack or whatever. And you'd be like, <laughs> then you could talk like, hey, what's up? Uh uh, you know, whatever, Jane Doe. <laughs> I'm super, <laughs> I'm super I really like the way you roller skate. So here's some depeche mode. Makes me think of you when I hear it. And then right. Just make this creepiest fucking mixtape you've ever made and think that you're being romantic. Really, well, yeah, you just sound like you're... a fucking stalker. <laughs> you had to, man. You know, like, you were that was like you had your own mixtape. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. And um, you couldn't like you couldn't give a mixtape of like songs you liked because then you're like, hey, here's Houdini basketball. <laughs> you know, and no girl was like, thanks. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it. Yeah. You we like the cars, the cars that go boom. They were like, yeah, I don't care about yeah. that. Here we go. Yeah. If you were going to make a mixtape, you'd be like with your microphone. <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Isaac Irvine. So, baby girl, thanks for getting in the car and let's go to lunch. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, yeah. you want to go to Lookout Point? Let's go. Yeah. You want to go park next to the gas and sip next to Mervyn's? <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Next to Mervyn's. You want to go park in front of Supercuts? Here we are at Shoe World. Yeah. <laughs> We're over here at Sherwood Mall. Check out my mixtape. We could probably make out for about two minutes before the security guard comes from Weberstown Mall and tells the Sherwood Mall guy that we're over here. Yeah. I wore my good Latigra collar shirt for you. Yeah. That's real Dracar. That's real Dracar. It's not from the swap meet. I didn't get that at the Galt flea market. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, dude, that's funny. Dude, uh, I... Yeah, music didn't really do much for me, dude, until Jodeci came out. Like, Jodeci, I think, got, yeah, Jodeci uh, caused the, the baby boom of the 90s, easily. It it may have, it, yeah, it may have done all that and then some. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, I would say a kickoff of Bobby Brown. Bobby mm. Brown and New Edition. Bobby Brown and New Edition kicked it all off. Poor Bobby Brown, dude. Man, that guy. That guy was like, I just wanted to be Bobby Brown for like a day, dude. Because like that guy, he was on top of the world. And then like I saw like years ago, dude, not even like recently, but like years ago, some chicks like Bobby Brown's asleep on my couch. And he was just like looking homeless on some girl's couch. It's like I brought him home from the club and Bobby Brown is asleep on my couch. And you're just like, man, how the mighty have fallen (laughs) That she's just sleeping on some like this random couch, dude. Yeah, some like rent to own RTO, uh, you know, green couch with a pillow. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, all right, man. I'm gonna dip out, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to us talk about BMX bikes and uh, our favorite 80s and 90s tunes. This is what we do. If you stuck around this long, I fucking love you. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, go ride your bikes tomorrow. I'm gonna go ride with Mike Buff and Mike Miranda tomorrow. And uh, B13 again, uh, just nice. being like, I can't believe this is happening, dude. Right? Like, it's Mike Miranda and Mike Buff, dude. Fuck, can't believe it. Uh, so it'll jealous. be real, it'll be real once it once it happens, you know what I mean? Like, once I'm there and I actually see him, that'll be real. I'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, and I gotta try not to like nerd out, you know what I mean? Like, can I get a picture with you guys? Because I do that, and I'm that guy that's like, I don't give, I'm like. Can I get a picture with both you guys together? No, it's 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 in the it's in the code. You have to, yeah, at least a picture. Yeah, yeah, I do, you guys. So if you see these guys, don't feel like you can't ask for a selfie because your boy does. <laughs> I ask for selfies with <laughs> yeah, everybody. Right. I'm like, hey, Go let's take it. a selfie. Let's take a selfie. All right, y'all, have fun. Go ride your bikes. Do something awesome. And uh, Craig and I will be back probably in a week, man. I want to start doing these weekly again. Let's do it. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have fun. Bye. He's out. Ba 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 ba. Bye-bye.